you're listening to Life Lessons with Laura. Good morning, happy Thursday, and welcome back to another episode of Life Lessons with me. (laughs) I don't know why I always laugh when I say that, it just sounds funny, but um, today I need to give you guys a little bit of a life update. A lot has happened since my last life update, and I just wanted to truthfully and honestly show you where I'm at. Um, so let's start with the, the rodent situation. Give you a quick background if you didn't hear the last few episodes. Um, yeah, so I discovered there was some rats in my ceiling slash floor, um, and they were entering in through my garden and I got tired of playing whack-a-mole with them (laughs) and and trying to you know, basically cover up the holes they were, the access points they were getting in from when they were out of the house. However, there was just too many. There was actually more than one I discovered. So I did have to hire a company to come. Um, And so they're gone now, luckily, thankfully. Um, But in lieu of that, I had a small little ceremony. All I did was In my spiritual practice, I believe in cleansing and clearing of energy. I believe there are protons, neutrons, and electrons that always are surrounding us. And that being said, there's always energy, right? Everything has energy. You have an aura. I have an aura. We all all are energetic beings. So that being said, I'm sure some of these little rat souls lost their life, Um, in order to keep my house, my dwelling safe. I'm pretty sure that they did. So I had this very weird feeling one day I woke up and I just felt this heaviness in the energy, almost like death energy. So what I wanted to do was a spiritual cleansing to get the old energy, the stale energy, the negative energy out of the house. So that way I can invite in some clear energy. And the way that I did that was... I use Palo Santo and it's basically a type of wood that you burn and you use the smoke to smudge the house which is basically like a you can use a sound bowl too if you have that um, or any kind of really anything you want to you want to light but fire is a very great element when it comes to cleansing and clearing and so is smoke. So I lit Palo Santo and I said a little prayer for the lost souls and apologized and thanked them for basically coming in in contact with me on their journey. And it's really morbid and sad that they had to lose their life, unfortunately. As far as I know, like I didn't, I haven't seen anything, but still just really unfortunate times. So I what I like to do is I open my back door and let all the negative stale energy out the back door then I go to my front door and I open the front door after I've cleared the house out and I let new fresh energy come in through the front door I welcome it through the front door just as you would like a guest 
So I did this cleansing and it was just had a sad energy to it. Um, and then that night I did this cleansing ceremony. I went out to go check on my hot tub and I noticed there was some error code and the hot tub wasn't as hot as it usually is. So I'm trying to figure out what this error code means. And finally, I come to the conclusion that there's an issue with water or air in the motor. So that means that there's a leak somewhere. And instantly, my mind is like, is this instant karma? Is this instant karma for, for you know, having, having dealt with these, these people and, you know, unfortunately having to go the unethical route of poisoning them as opposed to any other method but apparently you can't trap and relocate rats it just doesn't work that way anyways so long story short I had to retire my hot tub for the season I figured out that there was actually a leak in a portion where the motor is and I'm unable to access it the only way I can access it is if I literally take apart the motor so I can't risk that these lines are going to freeze in the wintertime here. I can't risk if, God forbid, you know, a fuse blows again, like this would freeze. This would totally just destroy the hot tub and I would never be able to use it again. So I emptied it. You know, I made sure that I drained it and got all the water out. And now it's winterized for the season. And then next year, I'm going to have to figure out where this leak is happening. Or I know where it's happening. It's just how can I seal this section? Because it's a section that's supposed to be opened and closed. It's not like something I can just seal up and be like, haha, good riddance. It's like something where I'm like, ah, damn it. I have to open this again. So it's a little bit more complicated than that, but I'm sure I'll be able to figure it out come springtime. And I'm really excited to get my hot tub back up and running at that point because I won't lie, I'm pretty devastated that I can't use it through the winter. That was my whole plan. I love being outside. I love having a space where I can be outside, even in the coldest temperatures. So it's really devastating. Also, the funny thing is, another another instant karma thing I felt like was happened to me was this company that did the extermination they compromised my credit card. So at one o'clock in the morning, the night that they took my payment information, I got a bunch of charges to like PlayStation slash Sony. And I'm like, that's funny because I would never buy anything from PlayStation or Sony. And it's interesting because I had an old PlayStation in my front room. So basically when you walked in my house, just like this exterminator did, the first thing you see is a PlayStation. So it's funny that they took my credit card information and then went on the PlayStation store just thinking that like I probably wouldn't notice. Surprise! I noticed and called the bank right away and the bank told me that they're going to blacklist the account, they're going to trace the account number it went to and blacklist the account and I should hopefully hopefully get my money back. Um, So it's been a few weeks, like three weeks now and I I still haven't. so I guess we'll we'll see about that. But right away, I was like, is this karma? <laughs> I did everything I could to do this as humanely as possible. Like it's still, it still just upsets me because I like to think outside of the box and I like to make it make sense. But I didn't want to risk like injuring them 
and then setting them free, right? Because you're just kind of asking them to like die. So anyways, long story short, the rats are gone. My hot tub is broken. <laughs> my card got compromised and I'm feeling like it's karma for making that unethical decision. But to be honest, I try my best, like I'm vegan, you know, I try my best in my life to make the most ethical decisions possible. And when it comes to something that I've put every single penny of my investment and my hard efforts and my work into, I want to maintain it, which is my house. So yeah, that's my life update. Um, Ollie's good. He's healthy. He's happy. We're walking twice a day every day. And yeah, I'm just enjoying life. I actually, for the first time, December 1st, I got my Christmas tree up. And I don't consider myself to be a religious person. As I mentioned, I consider myself to be more spiritual. So for me, I like to say happy holidays. You know, I celebrate by decorating a Christmas tree and hanging lights. But um, that's about the extent of it. So the second thing I wanted to podcast about today is organization. My key to staying healthy, happy, and stress-free during the holiday season when it's extremely busy, when I'm by myself and I only have myself to not only get through my chores, get through my work, work on myself, work on my business, work on this podcast, play with Oliver, be a dog mom, and buy Christmas gifts for everyone in my family on my own and wrap all those gifts and write Christmas cards to my friends and send them out. There's a lot of different things that could impact me being very stressed out. And the one piece of my life that I am so grateful for having had honed in on as a skill at a young age is my organization. My organization is what helps me thrive and I truly mean that. I could easily get stuck in the stressors of all of these issues and problems occurring if I didn't plan well. Being well prepared and having things planned in advance helps you so much mitigate stress in your life more than you could possibly imagine because when you're able to plan out your week you set yourself up for success i know a lot of people say this but not a lot of people actually practice this it's easy to say yeah plan it out in advance ho 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 and then you don't do it you know it's easy to say oh yeah, you know, like I'm going to get this, 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 and this done this week. But guess what? If you don't choose days for each task, you're going to have some days where you don't complete any tasks. You're going to have some days that feel overwhelming because you have so many tasks. And the best way to accomplish everything is to just plan it out, is to organize yourself, is to organize your space, and to keep it that way. I'm not the type of person to sit here and waste your time with here are the steps to how to be an organized person. I don't know why I do this like uh, bare voice when I'm being special. <laughs> but, you know, like I'm not that person that's like, here are three easy steps to being a more organized fucking person. Like, you know, no, no, none of that. We don't need any of that fake nonsense or the five easy steps to being organized and effective. No, I'm just going to tell you like it is. I'm going to explain to you the things that actually work for me. And then I'm going to offer different solutions that might work for you based on the things that I know have worked for me. So there's three key 
pieces that I use to organize myself on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Three super key things that I must have that I do consistently each and every week and or day. Number one is having an agenda. I have an agenda where I write out my work tasks. I write all my work tasks on this agenda so I can plan my work in advance. Anybody who's a project manager, you know you have multiple different tasks. You have conflicting priorities and you have to prioritize effectively. In order to do that, I plan things out in advance. I use my work calendar to also plan meetings and things of that nature, but week to week, I write down my work tasks in my agenda, physically writing them out by hand. In that agenda, I also write out my training plan. So for example, Monday is hamstrings and quads, Tuesday's shoulders, Wednesday's core chest and triceps, Thursday's yoga, right? Having a plan in place for your training protocol is going to help you. It's going to help you ensure that you hit every body part if you're a bodybuilder like me or that you attend the classes that you want to and you can sign up for them in advance if, say, you're a class goer or you like spin classes or body pump or yoga or anything like that. This agenda is, is key piece number one. Key piece number two is my expenses list. So... This is how I was able to catch that exterminator compromising my card because every two weeks on my paycheck, I write down or I enter in my expenses. It's basically just a large, long Excel sheet of all of the payments that I make each month from my mortgage to my water to my hydro to my phone to my internet. You name it, we all have a lot of expenses in our lives. And if we do not have a mechanism to keep track of them, it's easy to overspend, it's easy to miss when somebody has compromised your card, and it's easy to ultimately fall behind on payments if you're not on top of them. So it is key and crucial for me to have an expenses list that each and every month I copy paste, copy paste, and I just fill it in. I write down the like the amount, I write down the date that I paid it on, and then I know I can see at a glance everything for the month, and I can plan better my income and where it's going and the timing of everything. And where it's feasible, I would recommend to set up automatic payments because a lot of people don't have a scheduled check-in with their expenses. A lot of people just pay things as they come in or they don't have a tracking mechanism. So I highly, highly recommend if you do not have an expenses file, create one. Just list it out in Excel, do it by date. So start at the the beginning of the month and work your way down to the last day of the month based on the payment dates that things are supposed to come out of your account. Write it all down. It will help you so much. It will help you assess how much you have. It will help you assess how much extra you're able to save if that's something in your financial practice, right? It will help you know how much you have to invest, etc. Item number three that is really crucial is having a things to do list on my phone. I can't always get to my agenda where I have things written out physically. So middle of the night, I'm like, oh yeah, I have to water my plants or oh yeah, I have to vacuum and sweep or You just come up with things, you know, if you're anything like me, your mind is going a mile a minute. So 
having a things to-do list on my phone helps me in planning because I can see things at a glance and it helps me for those days when I'm not sure what I want to do but I know each day I need to complete a task so that way I'm not overwhelmed come the end of the month or the end of the week and this is how I'm able to stay on top of everything and continue to be organized I used to be the person where there was never not dishes in the sink. There was never not laundry that needed to be folded and put away. And saying that, (laughs) I know you're sitting there listening to this thinking, damn, that's me. That's me right now. I, I am that person. So I totally can resonate with that. I totally understand that. And yeah, just doing one small task or chore each day really helps. I did speak about this a little bit before on another podcast episode, but it really helps to chunk things down in bite-sized pieces. So even let's say you don't have time to do all the laundry. Well, do you have 15 minutes after your bathroom break to just do some of it? And then you can leave the rest of it and, and you can go back to your Netflix or go back to, you know, reading a book or whatever it is you choose to do. But you know that you've spent a little bit of your time and effort every day accomplishing a chore or a task and that ultimately at the end of the day when you sit down and you look around and you have a clean beautiful organized home that feeling mm, unparalleled that feeling is above all else for me i can't relax if my place is a mess so coming up with these three tools and using them in practice every single week consistently is what helps me stay on top of everything. So my things to do list on my phone for the most part is pretty much just chores. It's like pick up the dog poop in the backyard, you know, it's like take out the trash, sweep, vacuum, dust, wash the countertops, wash the stove, clean the bathtub, clean the bathrooms, clean the sinks, things like that. And what I usually do is I'll take a look at what I need to do for the week and then I'll break it up. So for example, Monday I will vacuum and sweep. Tuesday is when I will rake the leaves and do some laundry. Wednesday is when I'm going to meal prep and go to the dollar store and start Christmas shopping, right? Like if you take the time on Sundays or whatever day really works for you to just plan, to just plan it out because we all have these huge lists, right? And they're never freaking ending. But if we can use the lists to our advantage by taking the pieces, planning the tasks, they're just going to get accomplished that much easier. And it's going to be that much less stressful for you when you can look at a day and go, okay, these are the things I have to do today. And by the time bedtime rolls around, you feel accomplished. You feel good. You feel like you got shit done. So I know that's a lot of information to take in all at once. (laughs) But organization is literally the key to my life. Um, The last tip I do want to give is give yourself small wins and treat yourself for when you do accomplish things. This is going to register in your brain positively because I'll give you an example. Make your bed in the mornings. 
make sure that your dog or cat has fresh water, right? Give yourself a small task to do each and every morning just to prove that you can accomplish tasks. So what I like to do is in the morning, I sweep every day. Like I have a, I have a big bear for a dog, right? Like he's, he's, he's fluffy as hell. There's a lot of hair. So I sweep every morning. That's a quick, easy win for me because it's like, ah, I did something. It only took, you know, five, 10 minutes, but it gives me a quick, easy win where I feel grateful and happy. And then I eat breakfast after I sweep pretty much every day. So usually it's my yoga practice and then I sweep and then I have some breakfast. And that's my reward after accomplishing. First thing in the morning when I jump out of bed, I make my bed and I do a meditation. Having a clean space, a clean bedroom where things are put away and organized gives me the clarity to sit quietly with myself, gives me the spaciousness that I need to meditate because I don't have anything that's glaring or asking me to fix it or clean it or do. It's just quiet. It's clean. It's simple. So making your bed in the morning, quickly sweeping your floors, or say you have dishes that are clean, but they're just not put away. Put those dishes away first thing in the morning, right? Take that extra 15 minutes of time every morning to just do a task, just one thing. Even if it's wiping dog hair off your couch, you know, even if it's organizing or tidying something small, it doesn't need to be grand. Even if it's like as simple as wiping down the countertops, giving yourself that fresh, clean feel of accomplishment. And it's vital to do it first thing in the morning because that's when our brains are most malleable. That's when the stresses of the day haven't hit you yet. That's when you haven't been focusing on a conversation that you had with your boss or, you know, work hasn't come into your space space bubble and messed with the things that are on your mind, right? So... Yeah, those are my tips and tricks for staying organized and, you know, take your time with things. You don't have to rush. This is something that I learned very late in life. You can take your time with things. There is no rush. If you're five minutes late, then you're five minutes late. You know, I, it is what it is. (laughs) Life sometimes has to happen at your own pace. And I really wish that was taught to me at a younger age because growing up in my family, everything was rushed. It was, you have to be here, go there, jump in the car, get over here. I asked you now. And as an adult, I find myself in that state, in that pattern of rushing through simple stuff. I'll be making my coffee in the morning and I'll catch myself spilling the creamer, just trying to grab it from the fridge too quickly or trying to you know, shake it up too too fast without looking. And then you cause yourself more stress because guess what? Now you have to clean up cream on the freaking floor first thing in the morning. And it's like, damn, if I just slowed down, if I just took things at a casual, calm pace, I would have saved myself 10 minutes, <laughs> you know? So yeah, just take your time with it. 
you know, the holiday season can be very stressful. It can be very rushed. It can feel that way because that's the energy in the air. That's, that's what a lot of people are doing. You know, we're all working hard. We're all trying to get our gifts. We're all in the freaking malls. We're all over the, the roadways and the highways and there's traffic everywhere. And it can feel very stressful. But again, another, another supporter of having a meditation practice is being able to sink back in your own feelings of peace. If you meditate, you know what I'm talking about. That feeling of peace and calm and cool energy that just flows. Anything in flow is so much better than things that are forced and rushed. So please do keep that in mind as you're racing around for Christmas and and getting things prepared if you celebrate it. Um, or just prepared for the holidays, I should say. Just keep keep yourself calm and know that you will get through things in just the right timing. Keep organized, keep yourself prepared, try to plan as much as possible. And you're just going to enjoy yourself so much more. So much more. So I really hope that you have an amazing week. I really hope that if you have some holiday shopping to do this weekend, that it is easeful and peaceful for you. And I thank you again from the bottom of my heart for pressing play today. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to yet another episode of Life Lessons with Laura.